This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and their products, which are primarily books. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a book, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, publisher, or an aspiring writer. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations and the inspiration is for creatives across industries. Today, I have our guest, Hans Kahlberg, who is a bereaved father. Um, His desire to create a legacy for his daughter led him to write his book that he will be talking about today in order to spread Aviva's love and joy to all children that his daughter never got to meet. So he takes the lessons from those books and he's able to share through Underline Meeting. So welcome today, Hans. Thank you, Maria. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. Absolutely. Let's start at the very beginning, which actually is um, a song from um, The Sound of Music. Let's start at the very beginning. Okay. Anywho, it's too early for you to go into singing. Um, Hans, what is your background in um, before you wrote this book? What were some of the things that you were dabbling in? Yeah, before I answer that, I was going to say the hills are alive with music. The hills are alive with music. I love it. You um, know what I'm I, talking I, about. <laughs> I love singing. We're a singing family. We, we sing. We love that movie, Sound of Music. Um, but you asked about my background. So my background has been in entrepreneurship, um, has been really using data for uh, for good and, and really trying to figure out ways to actually um, help you know, people in, in general, whether that's through education or healthcare or anything else. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really what, you know, what my background is. So it, it ha- it's really not writing children's books, um, but I can talk about, you know, how I came into writing children's books. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So how long ago um, did you um, have the idea for this book. Let's get into the hard part of this conversation, which I'm yeah. a mother of three. So I, this is definitely, I'm sure the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. So I've honestly, I've always wanted to write a children's book. I've, you know, we have, um, four children now. Um, and, and even, you know, from the very beginning, from the very first child, I always loved creating, you know, different stories, um, at bedtime, um, just really off the top of my head, um, whether it's about, you know, flying horses or unicorns or, or uh, dragons or, or cars. Um, there's always, you know, uh, a creative element in, in creating these stories. And, um, and I never really had that push to kind of put me over the edge and kind of say, I'm going to put my pen to paper and actually write a book. Um, that was until my, my thir- third daughter, um, sorry, my third child, uh, my second daughter, Aviva, uh, she had a, a, a very, uh, I would say, traumatic um, you know, life. And, and she had a few different episodes um, throughout her life where uh, her heart rate went down. She had bradycardia. Uh, she also had lethargy and apnea. Um, and we saw you know, thousands, you know, hundreds of doctors under the sun. Nobody could figure out what she had. Um, her first episode was at nine days old. Um, but she had about five different episodes throughout her life. Um, unfortunately and tragically, on the, the sixth episode, um, Aviva did not uh, survive and she, she did not make it. Um, we 
have lived and, and are still living through every parent's worst nightmare. Um, certainly the, the hardest time of my life, my wife's life, um, and really coming, you know, living through that tragic event of losing my daughter um, has changed me for the better in, in so many different ways. Um, although I, I would give everything up happily um, to, to have my daughter back. Um, so within the first couple of days uh, after she died and, and, and actually um, really the last time I got to hold her uh, in the hospital um, before he took her off life support, I, I told her, you know, daddy's going to make you proud. Uh, daddy's, that is, that is going to share your light, your life, your, your joy and the love that she had for, for us, for so many different people um, with the world. And, and, um, in that's those first few days and weeks, I was just thinking, you know, how can I create a legacy for my daughter? Uh, how could I, you know, share her story with the world in a creative me medium um, to allow other children to meet her, um, to be inspired by her, and maybe learn a thing or two, you know, from along the way in a fun manner. And so naturally, you know, things kind of came together and, and I said, um, I'm going to write a children's book and, and started writing. It didn't take too long. It took about 10 days actually to write the script for this book. Um, uh, you know, during that intense grief, um, a lot of times creative juices start to, to flow, you know, singing, writing, um, different things. And, and so um, this particular story, uh, and I can, I can tell you about, about it, but it's, it's, it's really about this orangutan that, um, uses her inner strengths, which is singing and dancing and charming her way with her friends in the jungle um, to really conquer her fears and, and her challenges that she faces along the way, um, ultimately saving the day, saving the day for her community um, by retrieving these bananas from this fearsome tiger, which um, I won't give away the, the ending, but. I was gonna um, say, I'm looking at a picture of the tiger right now and he doesn't look so fearsome. So I can only yeah, yeah he's going. He, he, he was fearsome and then he met Aviva um, <laughs> and Aviva kind of charmed him over. So um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, and it's a really creative way to kind of um, talk about, you know, using your inner strengths, whether, you know, you think you have, a, you know, a special talent or not. Um, a lot of times when we come across these hurdles in our life, um, you know, maybe you're facing a bully or may, maybe um, you can't, you know, you're not doing well in school or, or what, whatever it is. Um, there, there's some inner strengths that each and every one of us possesses and uh, making sure that we're staying true to ourselves is really the, the ultimate objective for you know, the underlying, uh, underlying message of the book. Fantastic. Wow. And so Hans, tell me, so you're writing, you wrote this book through your stages of grief, going through the grief. Um, and when did the book come out? When was it released? Yeah. So Aviva passed in, in um, November of 2020 and the book actually was released in October of 2021. So, so just about 11 months after um and it was truly a labor of love it was it was something I, I poured my heart into and and found a really good team of of individuals um you know illustrators and, and editors to really help me through the process as well um 
and and yeah, it's it's been been fantastic. The first month or so, it became a Amazon bestseller. Um, awesome. It's got a lot of great, great reviews, and um, you know, a lot of different review sites have have posted great things about it. But um, for me, it just brings joy to even just talk about it. Just just doing this um, or going into you know, schools, whether physically or virtually. Um, and, and really sharing the story with children because that, to me, brings um, Aviva to life and, and, and you know, seeing them smile and seeing them dance, which often is the case, um, you know, just, just brings Aviva, you know, closer to me. And I know that she, you know, lives through the book. She lives through them. Um, and it's... I can hear some, I can hear some living siblings uh, in the background who are very yes. joyful and happy as well. Yes, um, tell me, Hans, is, as far as, um, so first of all, you wrote this book, you went through this during the pandemic as well. So not only were we in these uncertain times, but your family went through this tragedy and somehow you got this book to come out in 11 months. That is, first of all, amazing and wonderful. Um, and so the book came out in October, 2021. And we know that releasing a book is one thing, but really getting people to learn about the book, to hear about the book, to, to, to really um, get that visibility is the next level, the next step. It's really leveling up. And I heard you talk about school visits and talking to schools. So how, what are some ways that you've been marketing the book? Because it sounds like people, I, our team heard about the book. So tell me what are some ways that you are marketing and getting the message of the book out there so people can read. Yeah, well, you really hit the nail on the head. It's the, the hardest part, part of the whole process is really getting the book out there into the world. And, and my goal is really to reach as many children and parents as possible and, and really learning how to do that from the ground up. Um, obviously, I don't have a background in, in authorship. Um, and so I've really just kind of poured myself into it, um, you know, asking tons of people. I've joined, you know, different groups, different online groups, Facebook groups, um, you know, reaching out just even what I would say guerrilla marketing tactics, even getting, um, getting out to schools and getting out to local bookstores. Um, just did my very first uh, local bookstore author signing uh, last weekend, which is really fun uh, to see people in person and talk about the book. Um, but then Let's you go have, back. can I interrupt you real quick? I've sure. never heard of the term guerrilla marketing efforts. Can you go back <laughs> to that and tell me what, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I, I guess, you know, just being really scrappy, um, okay. just really being scrappy and resourceful, um, and, and trying to figure out, you know, you know, who's my target audience. Mm -hmm. Usually it's, it's parents actually. So, you know, children, obviously this book is, is geared towards children two to eight years old. Um, but really parents and, and what I've actually learned grandmothers. Uh, grandmothers um, have a very soft spot in their heart for, for grief in general. Grief is something that, you know, society doesn't necessarily know much about or know how to talk about, um, is very uncomfortable with. Um, but, but I think, I think grandmothers and grand, grandfathers, they've lived through a lot and, and they kind of know things a little bit more. Um, so they've been a big supporter of the book. Um, and, and then just finding, you know, where they, uh, where they hang out online is, you know, on, on different blogs. Um, so mommy blogs or uh, podcasts or, um, you know, e even some Amazon marketing, um, which is, which is a really tough nut to crack. Um, but in terms of, um, yeah, just, just reaching out to different email lists, um, you know, teachers as well. Um, it's, it's really, 
it's really just pounding the pavement, I would say. Um, and, and for me, it's a very, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing about me. It's not no, you know, ego involved in this. This is just, you know, purely for um, sharing my daughter and, and being able to talk about her. And, and that's all I want for, for my daughter. So, so it's yeah, so if, if you do, yeah, if you do read the book, it's, uh, um, it's a very heartfelt tribute to, to my daughter. And it's a beautiful legacy for her. Um, and not only do you have this book that you're selling, not only do you have this book that is going out into the world, but if you go to your website, Hans, I did see that um, if this, I believe that um, Open Dreams, I think you created Open Dreams several years ago. So tell us a little bit about Open Dreams because your passion doesn't lie just in the legacy for your daughter, but your passion really is for people. And I think that's what's very authentic when speaking to you. So tell us a little bit about Open Dreams. Yeah, well, first of all, I would have to kind of go back to saying, you know, what I believe is, is a well-lived life is, is where, you know, you create a positive impact for, you know, just one person. And if I can do that, um, you know, that, that would be a, a life well-lived. And so, um, Open Dreams is an education nonprofit, um, which is called a college access organization, basically helping high achieving low income students gain access into universities, but more importantly, full scholarships um, through a mentorship network, through allowing um, mentors and men mentees to connect and go through that really arduous process of SATs and, and uh, English language test and um, and then applying, applying, you know, writing essays and, and et cetera. Um, that was an organization that I founded with uh, a co-founder from, open, uh, from uh, Cameroon in Africa, um, as well as my, my now wife, um, before she was just a friend. Um, and, and we really um, ended up, you know, really creating this uh, organization that's helped over 200 students get uh, access to full scholarships across across the world. Um, we have students in about 20 different countries around the world. And so um, so we really, you know, this is something that's very near and dear to my heart and it just brings me a lot of joy, you know, seeing these kids achieve. And so naturally when we're thinking about, you know, creating a legacy with Aviva, um, there's a lot, of, a lot of different facets to it, but we thought, you know, Women in science has always been underfunded. Um, we, we, you know, are big believers in, in having equality of, of opportunity. Um, and given that Aviva never really had a diagnosis, um, we, we saw tons of doctors, even her autopsy didn't reveal anything um, odd uh, or, or any diagnosis. We believe that maybe there's, there's research that, that can be done. Um, not particularly for her condition, but just for health in general. Um, and so we started the Aviva Women in Science Scholarship Fund um, that provides funding for um, different scholarships. So, so local um, medical schools there, as well as research grants, as well as community health partnerships, um, you know, where, where we're just, you know, helping the community in general. Um, and, and for that, you know, we, open dreams that the mentees and, and alumni have actually started an Aviva day um, there in Cameroon, where they actually visit neonatal units. Um, so maternity and neonatal units. So these babies that are um, undergoing a lot of significant stress at a very early age um, and bringing joy to them during the holiday season and Christmas. Uh, what um, is the Aviva day? Yeah, Viva Day is, is, is amazing. It's amazing. It was something that was definitely not my idea. Definitely, you know, something. Is it that a certain day of the year? 
Yeah, it's around it's around December fifteenth, more or less. So it's it's kind of a, a couple of Saturdays before. Um, beautiful. Before That's beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah, really so. wonderful. This is this has been such an eye opening um, interview, and you know, I I think that when a book is backed created and supported by passion, love, and joy. I think that it's very um, organic to market it and to really get it out into your audience. And so I commend you for taking a tragic situation and turning it into something that can be, um, you know, a lesson learned for others and something that can be celebrated. This book can be celebrated by others. So I thank you. Um, we will link to all these good things like your social media handles, your website, um, and link to purchase the book um, in the show notes. And I just wanted to thank you for coming on today. And I, I wrote down something that you had said, a, a life well-lived is creating a positive in impact for one person. And you've done that for so many people. Um, and so I hope that, uh, you know, we appreciate you and we thank you and we really appreciated having you on today. Thank you, Maria. It's a, a joy and pleasure to, to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.